Hi, this is Rainy G. Short podcast today. It's Saturday night, Sunday. And I watched Trump tonight at the North Carolina GOP. Boy, do I miss him. I mean, this guy is real. And he's alive. And he's awake. And he's smart. And he's on point. And he can ad lib and joke and do all those things that normal people do that we don't see in our administration anymore. I miss him. And they went over... um, Actually, RSBN, Right Side Broadcasting Network, when they were waiting for him because he's always late, but that's the way it is, went over, I don't know, dozens of things that he accomplished in his first year. Not even in the four years, but just in the first year. And all those things that have been erased because of the hate Trumpers. What do you hate him for? Why do you hate him? You didn't hate him before he ran for president. Why do you hate him? Uh, Because he was and is more honest than any politician in D.C. There were, oh, I think they said 140,000 plus waiting to see him speak. When uh, Biden, when he did his, I guess, Memorial Day speech, had 14 people. And they're trying to still tell us that 80 million people voted for Biden. Well, Trump did get into it a little bit about... um, the voter fraud and what's being found and what's being worked on and how the Arizona audit will be done within the next two weeks. And many other states are now following suit because they know, they know, as the Republicans anyway, in those states know that this was a stolen election. And you can call us all conspiracy theorists all you want. We see the numbers. Mike Lindell, Lindell from MyPillow.com has got the best IT people in the world working on the forensics of all of these different machines and what happened with the mail-in votes and all of that. And his charts are, are indisputable. It's just fact. The numbers are there. They can't be, you know, erased. They're there. Even though uh, a lot of people tried to do that. Um, but think about actually what happened in that election besides all the things you already know. Did you know about the U.N. advisors or observers or whatever you want to call them who were called in not only for this election but for the midterms in 2018? And they've been here before. They've been here before. And they observe our elections. And then we have all of these countries interfering in our elections. Now, who do you think is involved with the U.N.? whatever you want to call them, advisory boards. They, they have all these different names and they change them and they, they, they say it's a misspelling, etc., so that you can't look them up. I think it's the UNOSCE, O-D-I-H-R, and the N-A-S-E-D, and the N-A-S-S. Um, do you remember who kind of self-appointed himself the, I'm sorry, I double-talked there, but the president of the UN Security Council when he wasn't supposed to? because he was president of the United States. You remember that? Who was that? You remember who that was? Well, you should, because he did. And who was his advisor? Valerie Jarrett. Who was Valerie Jarrett? The Iranian communist from Chicago. Okay, so somebody told these entities that are supposed to be, you know, nonprofits and all this kind of stuff, to come on in for the 2018 and 2020 elections. They sent hundreds all around the country. And what do you think they did? 
They observed what was going on and said, pull the switch, pull the switch, pull the switch, pull the switch, pull the switch. Because there are countries that did not want Trump to be elected again. Because he had tariffs on them. Because he was stopping human trafficking, multi-trillion dollar business. Because he was stopping sex trafficking, child trafficking, multi-trillion dollar business. Because he was going after drug lords and MS-13. Multi-trillion dollar stuff going on with that. They didn't want him to be in office. They didn't want him to have any legitimacy because they were afraid he might tell somebody what's going on, that he might be honest, that he might, you know, get them in trouble and put them in jail and maybe even execute them. So he was on tonight, and uh, I actually almost teared up. I miss him. He was a real person, a real president, and he loved this country more than any president I, I have been alive for. Because he says it, because he shows it. Um, he believes in God, and he believes in America first, and so do I. So this is a short podcast, because it's... it's um, look at Zuckerberg. I, I, I can't stand the Zuckerberg dollars that were involved in all of this. And Trump did bring up Zuckerberg. You know who he is, Facebook. Well, they'll, they're going to eventually wipe out Facebook, because... Um, they have another platform that's coming online probably in the next six months. It'll wipe off Facebook. It'll just get rid of them. Millions and millions he and his wife put into the Democrats to win. And now he's banned Trump from Facebook for two years. I don't think Trump cares. <laughs> he's going to have his own platform and he'll bring them down. Just like CNN is going down because their, their uh, viewership just is not there anymore. Trump was the only reason people even kept listening, and um, they don't want to hear it about this guy. So, you know, the mainstream media, somebody asked me an email. I got a, some kind of supposedly official email from MSNBC. Do you listen to Rachel Maddow and why? No, hell no. She gets paid $7 million a year, was brought into the Obama administration many times and told, do your job like you're supposed to. She's a liar. I don't care. She's gay. I don't care about that. And we should talk about it anyway, that gay pride stuff that's going on. I have two cousins who are gay men. So I'm, you know, and I'm, I don't, I, it's their business. I don't care what you do in the bedroom is fine. And I guess they go to gay pride marches because they want everybody to know that so many gay people exist. Okay. Just don't push it down anybody's throats. I don't like it when straight people are all over the place making out practically having sex on benches in front of my children. I don't like that either. Don't push this stuff down anybody's throat. It's not, you know, it's not their business and it shouldn't be yours to do that. But if you want to love somebody, if you love somebody and they're the same sex, that's fine. That's between you and God, not between me and God, between you and God. If you, if you, uh, if you're, married to a, a, an, a, the opposite sex or whatever, what you do is between you and her or you and him and God. There's a lot of immorality going on in the straight world that's probably much worse than what's going on in the gay world. So all you anti-gay people, just get off the high horse. Let people be who they are. Just like, you know, it's just like racism. Get off your high horse. Yeah, if you're white, you look at black people differently for a while until you just look at them as people. When you're born, you don't look at a black person as being black, if you're white, or vice versa. You're taught that, 
and you're taught to hate. So you're the same thing with this gay pride stuff. You're taught to hate them. And most of it, a lot of times, I counsel many people, a lot of times their anti-gay stuff is because they're afraid they might be. <laughs> Which is a little different than the racism stuff, but um, I have a lot of men and women who are like, well, I don't I hate, you know, and they go through all this stuff, how they hate them for this and hate them for that. And then as you keep talking and you keep counseling and you keep going through and you keep digging deeper into why they have these feelings of hate, you find out that at one time in their life they might have felt like they were gay or they were in love with somebody and they weren't supposed to be, all those kinds of things. And it's like, okay, so now that you've gotten over that, can you get rid of hating everybody for who they are? Because what you've been doing all this time is hating yourself for who you are. I think under the racism banner, you see the same thing. You know, all these white people are now so guilty about being white. Don't be guilty. You're white. You were born that way. God made you that way. Same thing with black people. God made you black. I'm glad they did. I mean, I love the multicultures. I, I, I love all the different cultures of this world. You know, I can't wait to go to Buffalo so I can go to uh, the, the Italian stuff that goes on on Hurdle Avenue. I can't wait for the Polish fest. I can't wait for the Irish. I mean, I, I, I love to go to the Greek restaurants. I do all that stuff because I like the cultures. I don't think about them as being less than or even that different than everybody else, especially if you're in America. You're an American, and you're all different. The melting pot. Does everybody forget that? So when I see Trump, I know that the melting pot was alive and well, and I don't, you know, I don't understand the hatred except of their fear. When you fear somebody because they might know something you don't want them to know or they might do something to you because you're guilty, then you will hate him and you will spend all your days trying to destroy him like the prosecutors in New York are trying to do now. And it's, it's malfeasance, it's unethical what they're doing, but they're doing it anyway because they can get away with it. The Democrats always get away with this stuff. I'm hoping the dominoes fall fast enough that they don't get away with it anymore or that it never happens again, at least. But um, don't have all these false hopes like Trump's going to be back in office in August. Maybe he will. It depends on the Supreme Court. It depends depends on how much they look at the evidence that's out there. And, you know, and then maybe he won't. So don't get all depressed because he's not. What you do instead is you work on 2022. You take back the House and the Senate. You actually put your feet on the ground and take it back. You go door to door. You talk to people and you do it without fear. And then once you get the uh, the Senate and, and the House of Representatives backing, you get rid of Pelosi Mafia. Um, then you work on 2024. And if it's not Trump, you find the right person who is as good as he was. Look what he did with our economy. Look what he did with, with uh, black people and the opportunity zones. Look what he did with our borders. Look what he did with the trade deals. Look what he did with taxes. The, the uh, Democrats are ready to raise taxes by the trillions, and they say it's to tax the rich. You watch what happens to you when the rich get taxed. The rich have, can afford to leave this country and go elsewhere with their money. The corporations will go elsewhere with their money, and your uh, cost of living is going to go up, and your taxes are going to go up because <laughs> Because that's how the economy works. But the Democrats lie about it all the time. Anytime you elect a Democrat, I don't care anymore who it is. Tax and spend, tax and spend, tax and spend. And always, like, 
they're feeling for all these different cultures. No, they, they don't care. They want power and money. That's it. Power and money. But go back to the UN. Go back to understanding what's happened um, with Zuckerberg and these different entities that, that, that interfered with the elections and not just 2020. They've been doing this for much longer than even 2018. It's just people are just learning about it. The OSCE, the ODIHR, um, they met with all these groups, congressional representatives, etc. They met with um, mostly Democrats and all Democratic groups to decide what they were going to do about the elections, and then they did it. So this is this is short because you know I I, I really enjoyed seeing Trump. I uh, I'm sure the ratings for them, and he said something about the ratings. The ratings were great because people wanted to see if he was okay and what he looked like and all that kind of stuff. Well, he looked like Donald Trump. And they even played Macho Man and they played YMCA and they played Lee Greenwood like it was a rally. So instead of doing a rally, he did the speech. And um, people were uh, standing, standing ovations and crying because they miss him. He loved and does love America. And he did, in his short time, more to help more people in this country than any other president, including Reagan. Because Reagan was once a Democrat, and he was a Californian. So he did good, but he, he didn't do what Trump did. Trump's not a politician. Anyway, um, treat, please go to earthwalk-usa.net and bookmark it, because... As I go after Facebook and other social media, I'm going to get banned. And the only way you'll know is if you follow me on Potomatic. It's earthwalk-usa.potomatic.com and you bookmark it. And you, I don't have an app. I don't have any of those things. I'm not even tech savvy. <laughs> but you have to do the follows. Otherwise, you won't know if these podcasts are coming out. And a lot of times I hear things way before anybody else. And it's not always just political. It sounds like it is. But I talk about hurricanes and holistic health and children and all those kinds of things. So please do that. And in your prayers, always, always say, God bless America.